There they go. Special edition of Trey and BK in the morning there on Texas Sports Unfiltered. Welcome to Chaos Theory. It is already chaotic, as you can tell, on this hump day, man. February 21st on 2024, year of our Lord. It is Wags and Double R on Chaos Theory, my guys. Welcome to uh, this wonderful show of chaotic mess. We've already started talking about shit. I love how I always get roped into the shit stories, man. I love it no, all the man. time. How are you, Rodney? How are, how are you it's, doing today, my guy? It seems to be one of those things where where when this show starts, it's like the shit stuff comes up, you know. Um, that's some really good stuff that Trey was talking about right there because dining these days is a hell of a lot different, man. Yeah. It's like, geez, Louise, man. And they were talking about, so I think before you came on, are you a guy that likes to wait around? I mean, a lot of times you got to wait an hour, you got to wait an hour and a half. I'm not about the barbecue. Some of the barbecue things, uh, I, yeah, I, I won't. I won't stand in line for Franklin's. I won't. I, I refused. I, I got a life. Um, yeah, no. I'm, and I don't like. I don't care how good the brisket is. Um, and one, I'm not sending somebody to go stand in line for me. That's you know that. that. I value their time too. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah. If if it's delivered to me, fine, I'll eat that. But usually, if it's like a 45 minute wait or something like that, I'm not. I'm, I'm I'm not sticking around. Honestly, it depends on my wife. If my wife wants to stay and and she's willing to endure it and and go with the wait because she's usually got a pretty good notion now. Well, it's going to be you know a, an hour at the other place too, so it depends. Yeah. And if we're not in a rush, then you know I'll I'll wait an hour and have a good conversation, sit at the bar maybe, and and have a drink or two if there's a you know a spot there. Yeah, that's kind of the nice thing when you go to spots and 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 there is a bar where you can kind of hang out there if it's not too crowded. What I don't like is if you're if you're hanging out at the bar and there's not a lot of room in there and people are like bouncing into you and shit and being all loud and I'm like, man, fuck this. Yeah, I, mean, I, I like a intimate setting, especially yeah. when I'm going out. If we're going out to eat, I don't I don't mind you know a couple you know next to me that's you know four or five feet away, but. I don't want somebody that's piled up. I don't want to be able to hear their conversation while I'm having my conversation. Yeah, no doubt. And Rob, man, let me tell you, brother, I feel you right here. Of course, uh, Rob, one of our TSUs, plenty of good brisket, plenty of good barbecue. Dude, I'm I'm from the barbecue capital of Texas. I'm from Lockhart, and then you got the Luling spot, City Market. I will wait in those spots. Actually, not to sound like a, not to sound like one of those guys, but being from there, no, you, you can be a you can be a barbecue snob. You're allowed, no, 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 no. You are allowed to be a barbecue snob. Oh, I am. I am. If you're from Lockhart, you are you are you are expected to be a barbecue snob. But here's the thing: like what when I go to when I go to any of the Lockhart spots or, or even the Luling spot, I know everybody there, and I know their kids and their grandkids, and and I know all their secrets and all that shit. So when I go rolling up to one of those spots and the line is long, I kind of go and call in a favor, and all of a sudden. I'm I'm eating really fast. I'm eating really fast, my man. <laughs> um, Longhorn Bear says that there's never what's up. What's up, Mike? Um, Longhorn says that there's never a line in Lockhart in Lockhart, Texas, or or San Marcos. At Black, oh, at Terry Blacks. You know, at, at Terry Blacks. Now, how, how far away is Lockhart from here? About not 40, 30, 40 about 30, 35 miles. It's not far. It's about, you know, 45 minutes, depending which way you go. But the thing about Terry Black's, you usually can roll into Terry Black's where you're going to find where you're going to find where you're going to find a line is usually going to be at Kreitz. You're going to find a line at Kreitz that kind of rolls out. But the thing is, you're going to fly right through Kreitz. I mean, you're, you're going to go through there really, really fast. Um, so that I've, is I've never good. been there. I don't, I don't think I've ever eaten. Oh, dude, we need to take a road trip. Also, we, man, you got to have, like, brisket's one thing, the meat's one thing, but you got to have some decent sides. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I swear by Rudy's because of their sides. Yeah. Like, I love the cream corn. Um, I love all oh, the banana, the banana wafer pudding. Yeah. Sign me up. Sign me up twice, man. Um, what's the what's the other? Oh, and I'm the damn you. the damn refried be- or the baked beans, not the refried beans, the baked beans. Here's um, what we're gonna I put, do. I put the barbecue sauce in the baked beans, Rodney. Holy shit! Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna do a Caldwell County like little trip to hit all the different spots. We're gonna Maybe do a tour. tour. We going on tour? Little tour, and I'm gonna take you Ooh. to. So there's one. It's on the outskirts of town. It's about a mile from my dad's house. It's called Chisholm Trail Barbecue, and it's it's one of the newer ones, 1978. Um, it's one of the newer ones, that place wags, you walk in, they've got the potato salad, they got the beans, they got all that shit that you're talking about and you serve yourself, you serve yourself. Where, you how far away is this? No, 30. Chisholm's, Chisholm's only right down the street. No, this is in Lockhart. This is in Lockhart. Oh shit. I thought this you said Chisholm Trail. I'm, I'm thinking right next to Round Rock High School. Yeah, like, right over here. Let's, no. let's go for, let's go for lunch today, man. No, what the hell no, are we talking about? No, I'm pretty sure we, we could probably get some. Some footage set up uh, mobile, right? If you're listening, like, by the way, well, you're probably listening to it man. on that uh, code of text line if you're mobile right now, 512-222-9328. Love to hear what you guys have to chime in there um, and give us a little there bit of ideas. Yep. Right past Highway 20. It's over on the right side. And it was, it, it, so, and it's a cool story the way that this worked out. So, so the original owner of Chisholm Trail Barbecue, his name is Floyd Wilhelm. He worked back in the day. He was like the, the head guy for the Blacks. For the original Blacks barbecue. Like the pit master? Yes. He, he was the pit master there. 1977, 78, he decides, I want to go on my own. He finds a little bitty joint right there on Highway 183. He opens that up, and then he opens a big joint across the street and then eventually sold it. But, I mean, Chisholm Trail, is, it, and it's kind of one of the underrated ones. There's another one there that's brand new called Riley. Not brand new, but newer called Riley's Barbecue. You can find so much good barbecue there, man. It uh, w- that We got to do that. We got we to gotta take some footage. No, I'm, we we got to hit every, every fucking spot. And the good thing about it is, Wags, we can go to Kreitz. My cousin is second pit master in charge at Kreitz Barbecue. We go behind the scenes. Then see what the hell's going on over there, and we can hit Terry Blacks. We can hit the other Blacks. We can hit them all. I don't know if I'm gonna have. I, we get. We can't do it all in one day. We we have to. Now I know logistically you're gonna want to try and do that, right? So you're not wasting gas all the time. But you can't take me to one barbecue spot after another, man. I'm not gonna be able to hold it down. I'm just, I just. I just won't. I'm. I'm being honest with you, dude. Like if I go to one barbecue spot, I'm gonna be full. Yeah. Uh, great. I great don't have stew. to do just eat one or two slices of brisket or try like one piece of sausage i'm gonna i'm gonna devour it yeah yeah and and Stu's uh, Stu right here knows what's going on you had floyd senior or have floyd senior then you have tinker who is floyd jr uh you've got them and then talking about roy Perez over there at uh, at Kreitz barbecue Stu, my cousin is frank tello so that's who that is over there and then of course you do have to go to city market because that son of a bitch right there whoo god damn and I'm and now I'm, I'm getting. And I'm going to have a bologna bologna sandwich for lunch today. Bologna sandwich? You're going to talk about this and then eat bologna? I, man, I, I've got a meeting at noon. I've got a meeting. Bologna? 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 Oh my god! What do you got a meeting? You got a meeting with the Bobs? <laughs> yeah, that's that's one way to put it. <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah, really good stuff. Really All right, good well, stuff. Apparently, 
Rodney, still the talk of the town is Justin Fields and his offers. And, you know, if any of the suitors are coming to town to take him out of Chicago and is Chicago going to regret letting him go. Apparently, Justin Fields is the hype and all the talk of all the land right now, man. So apparently we must be doing something right if everybody's try trying to carbon copy our show, basically. Yeah. Uh, we come on first. We know how it is. We lay out the, the foundation. And then all these other, you know, national pundits want to be like, oh, Double R and Wags are on to something here. Let's copy every fucking thing that they say. And they really are. Um, it's it's fast. It really is fascinating. Like people might think, oh, well, this local is, is out here, you know, taking all the national pundits limelight and all their uh their topics. No, actually, it's reversed. It's the other way around. If you're listening to this show, then you would know that everybody is out there talking about Wags and Rodney's theory with Justin Fields going to Atlanta or whatnot. Rodney, what the hell's going down? They're all posers is the problem. Posers, posers. It's like it's like they're listening to shit. I mean, even our cowboy takes. I, I heard them talking about something we were talking about about the cowboys earlier. I'm like, oh, wait a minute here, wait a minute here. What's going on? But here's something I saw this morning. So adding to the Justin Fields thing. So you know the Bears have a have a newer president, Kevin Warren. Kevin Warren. Kevin Warren said that this is quote. Justin has a rare combination of intelligence, of size, of strength, and of speed, Warren said during an interview. Quote, you forget how big of a man he is until you are up on him. He's not a small man. I just think every year he's going to continually get better, end quote. Woohoo! Man, that's like that's putting that minnow on there and going. Which we said yesterday the, 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 is what they're cast, doing. Did your cast land? Did it hit water? It landed way out there. And here comes here comes all these teams. Here comes the Rays. Here comes all these teams. Here comes Atlanta. Here comes everybody gnawing on that minnow, dude. Um, this is this is kind of this is fun to watch. This is fun to watch and actually getting kind of comical. Because we know they're gonna yeah, I mean, we, we know they're gonna keep com it. It's comical because I feel like the Bears are just touting out anything that they can do they can do to get the value of Justin Fields up at this point now. Man, we've exhausted this story. Um, you know, in and out basically. Um, I, I still, I, I am under the notion that Justin Fields is going to stay to uh to be a Chicago Bear. Here's the thing, though. I don't know if you guys are big on this social media following shit or or hype or whatnot, but apparently Justin Fields has unfollowed everybody in the Chicago organization and has started to follow Bajan Robinson, Kyle Pitts and a few of the other Atlanta Falcons. So I don't think the value is going to be able worth a return if they trade for fields, like we talked about with the whole scenario, the hypothetical scenario with Atlanta trading up to get the first overall. I think that's more return on their value and worth that trade instead of going to get Justin Fields because he's going to ask for way too much money that, uh, you know, that's already been discussed. We've already talked about that, you know, um, to a good damn point to where he's going to want. Well, we don't know what the the fifth year option is going to be for his contract, right? Like we know that yep. he's already due for another payday and um, who's going to be the team that's going to pay up. Is it going to be Atlanta or is it going to be Chicago? At this point, I still think it's Chicago. So, and I was looking at a mock draft earlier and I forget who it was from. And, and I saw something, I saw the number eight pick there of Atlanta. I saw one that I hadn't really seen before. And I, I, no, I hadn't seen it before. And it was Atlanta going with JJ McCarthy at number eight. And it's like, oh, wait a minute here. And I think that's where this is throwing everyone into limbo when you start doing that right there. Everything, you know, hinging on what's going to happen with that uh, number one pick there with the Bears. But it's like, 
man, th- this is really the the talk of everything right now. And 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 I do hope, I do hope that whatever's going to happen, that Chicago just sits and just drags this thing out and waits till the end because that's where all these folks sitting in war rooms and everybody doing all this, uh, you know, high paid executives. The player development people—they're going to be—they're going to be, they're gonna be dra- scratching their ass, man, trying to figure out what happens if this goes down to the twenty-third hour. Uh, I think it's going to go down to the twenty-fourth hour, my guy. I think they're going to be taking you know whatever offers they can find up until they they get the perfect fit, and if the perfect fit's not there, I really do think that they want uh, they want Atlanta or they want another team that is a suitor for the first round. Uh, overall, or the first pick overall, I I think they've found, I think they've realized that they don't need Caleb Williams. Um, anybody would want Caleb Williams, right? But I think they've figured out that Justin Fields is going to be a quarterback, uh, in the NFL for the future, right? Whether it's going to be on Chicago or it's going to be somewhere else in the NFL landscape, um, I you're talking to a guy that would want nothing more than Justin Fields to go to Atlanta because I got Bajan Robinson in two of my dynasty leagues. So, you know, you couple those two up together and you could have some a la uh, early aughts of um, Donovan McNabb and uh, Brian Westbrook there um, yeah. from the Philadelphia Eagles, you know, making a huge splash in the fantasy um, in the fantasy arena. I, I, I think it's a good fit. Um, for Chicago to keep Justin Fields, I've I've sat there and tripled down, you know, quadrupled down on that from time to time here. Um, but we'll see how it all turns out. And you know, the other part of this that I don't even think so. So they'll be the pundits will be talking about this tomorrow because they're going to hear us talking about it. The other thing that you think about when <laughs> well, you, I, I was joking, I think it's the only thing to talk about in the NFL right now. <laughs> when so. you have when you have Caleb Williams that is supposed to be a can't miss, you know, prodigy or whatever you want to say. Again, I'm not sold on that. But when you have that right there and you want to talk about what Chicago going to do with that pick, uh, you know, let's talk about Chicago doing a deal with Atlanta. Let's 20 talk about million for 20 million plus for a fifth year. Mm. That's that's yeah. that's a lot of money. Let's a lot let's of tacos, talk. as they say. I don't that's think Atlanta's got that loot. I really don't. Um I think Chicago can make some loot for that. I mean, that's Franklin's uh, sure, right Zidic, I believe they shirt up sweat already, right? I think they locked sweat down. Um uh remember they just acquired sweat from from Washington. Washington basically yeah. did a fire sale on their, their defense. Um Chicago picked up the piece of that acquiring sweat. And I'm not sure if he's already inked up or not. But if he is, then you would like to think that they have money to play with or they have they know the money that they need to uh lock down for one Justin Fields. Chicago, if the Bears do a deal with with the Falcons, the Commanders, the Giants, I even saw a scenario where where Chicago would do a deal with the Giants. If they do a if they do a deal with the team in the National Football Conference, and Caleb Williams is really going to be as good as he's projected to be, um, you could have to face him if you're Chicago. Oh yeah, there, this is where I think that maybe the way this all shakes out because. I mean, do a deal with an AFC team, and maybe you play them in the Super Bowl. Deal, uh, do a deal with the Raiders. Do a deal with somebody like that, because everybody keeps saying that the Giants are in business to trade Daniel Jones. Who's going to take that contract? Like, who's going to who's taking on the hundred and fifty million when, or one hundred and sixty million rather, when you know that Daniel Jones isn't the guy? Like, that's that's ludicrous to me. I've I've heard. Um, yeah, you know, I've heard a few people on, you know, NFL live talk about how, you know, they think the giants are in, in, 
you know, in, in the uh, in the business to trade out Daniel Jones. I've heard that. I heard a wild a Tannenbaum, um, Tannenbaum sitting there rolling out the theory that De uh, Deshaun Watson is going to the New York Giants for a trade with Daniel Jones. Why in the hell would Cleveland or New York want to take a, a risk on two quarterbacks that really don't have a future in the NFL or their their future is, is just looming with uncertainty in the NFL? I don't know, man. One person's trash is another person's treasure. You know that old adage. Maybe that's the deal in, in the NFL for, for quarterback play. Yeah, I, I don't, you know, I don't really know what to think about any of that. But it, it's, you know, the Caleb Williams thing. I mean, yeah, there are a lot of good suitors right there for him. Chicago holding all the cards right now to figure out what they're going to do. Um, but I still think like we're talking about, I mean, I, I think you're going to keep William or, uh, I'm sorry. I think you're going to keep fields. I, I mean, I really think that that's what you need to be doing at this point. I get the money factor. I even heard some other people saying, well, what if, what if Chicago keeps fields and drafts a quarterback? That's not going to happen. What are you? That's not, that's not. <laughs> that's I don't know who you're listening to, but don't listen to them anymore. <laughs> I don't think yeah. it's going to happen, my guy. Yeah, no, that, that that that's a whole thing. That's where you get all these scenarios right now. And this, the fucking NFL never stops, dude. The the Super Bowl is done, and here we are. The draft is a month away, over a month away, longer than a month away. And here we are trying to figure out what's going to happen here. And, and, and I just Chicago's saw this, just, this question just lit my eye up for some reason. Austin Radio Network offices are gone, guys. Where's the horn being produced from, I wonder? Uh, not that I ever listen anymore. Um, the horn is still on the air, um, but they—they they, it's just Rod Babers and and uh, Aaron Hogan, um, and Ty Ty Henderson's over there. He's the producer over there. But yeah, that's uh, that's all they got. They got four hours of programming. We got eight. Um, all the sales Pat, staff. Patrick's on. I'm glad for Patrick. Patrick's got his show. Is Patrick's uh, still there. Yeah, Patrick, I think does. Right on, Patrick. So, uh, PD Patrick uh, Patrick Downs is still over there too. So. Uh, yeah, he's a grinder in in the business too, man. So make sure you guys are checking out and five one two radio. Make sure you give some love to five one two radio as well. Yeah, uh, PD no and the crew. Um, yeah, so I guess PD is the uh, the evening dude then, right? And then yeah. it would be Aaron and, and Rod as the uh, the morning crew. But they don't have an afternoon. They don't they don't have eight hours of programming like we got. So yeah, again, man, it's it's funny, dude. It's funny. It's different. Talent's different. talent, man. That's for sure. A little bit different. Wags, I saw this yeah. morning, Dak Prescott is about to reset numbers here and become the highest paid player. The highest paid player in the NFL. And Rightfully deserved. For regular season production, I guess. Oh, come on, man. Let's not get... Come on, man. man Rodney, I'm sorry. He the, Rodney, he was the... He was my pick... Shit, well, hell, I guess it's got to be Pat Mahomes after all. For second. regular season going MVP. Going in regular season, he was the NFL MVP. I mean, give me something in the playoffs, man. It, that, that's you, take him off, you take him off the Cowboys. You think the Cowboys are having – you think the Cowboys are a playoff team without Dak Prescott? Uh, it's like we're talking about. I mean, who do you replace him with? I mean, I, I think with Dak Prescott, you have what you have. I mean, the dude's going to – and here's where it's fucked up for me with Dak Prescott is that I can be pissed off about the lack of uh, production in the postseason, but I'm sorry. Here come the feelers again. He's a good dude. He's a good dude. But, man, you got to get over the hump sometime. He's a, he's a good leader. I mean, people rally around him. But, man, this Cowboys shit show that we're watching, the two big stories that you have in the NFL right now is what's Chicago going to do and what's Micah Parsons going to say next and 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 what's Jerry Jones going to do next and, and all this other mess. And 
I don't know, man. It's just the same old cycle, you know, like a washing machine. It's just going around and around and around and around. It's like Loop 1604 in San Antonio. You just keep going in the same damn circle all the time. That's what's happening in Dallas. But Dak is about to get paid. Dude's about to make a lot of money. And when it comes to regular season production, I guess, I guess he should. I'm on board with that. I think Dak is one of the best pres or one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Maybe yeah, top but you're five. You're a Giants fan. You're a Giants fan. You know he's going to fuck up. <laughs> no, that's not Rodney. That's my testament I, as a Giants fan should I tell know. you everything that you need to know about Dak Prescott. Like I want, I, I want Dallas to to flop. I want them to get out of the way and have the Giants actually rise to this thing. Um, but it, it's not going to happen as long as Dak Prescott is, is, you know, got the star on the helmet and leading the the boys for uh, as the quarterback there. Uh, I think he's tremendous quarterback. He what he shored up and corrected the interceptions that yep. you know everybody got down on him about a year ago. I thought he looked fantastic. You take Kellen Moore out of the scenario and give it to Dak. I'm not saying that Kellen Moore was um, was a denominator for you know Dak's you know demise or not demise, but you know, his diminishes or whatnot, but still, uh, I think he had a lot to do with it. I think there was a lot of confusion, maybe Dak being overwhelmed a little bit with the offense of Kellen Moore or whatnot, but now things seem to be a little bit more simpler or simpler for uh, Dak Prescott, and it looks like he's got that offense clicking, man. He is an MVP, and he deserves every bit of that paycheck. If Jerry's got the money to spend it, you better spend it on Dak. And and it is like Rob is talking about right there. I mean, the one thing that I that I look at it is, you know, you're going to have other people to pay. I mean, C.D. Lamb is a guy you, you need to pay that dude. Um, you know, the running back thing, I really go back to like we were talking about yesterday. I mean, I like the Josh Jacobs thing to me from, from the Raiders. Now that I can finally... I, I like Saquon. I think if Saquon goes to the, to the Dallas Cowboys, the Dallas Cowboys are actually going to go to the Super Bowl. Like, I, I really believe that. Um, yeah, well. he's Zidig in here thinking that Parsons is overrated. Um, you get Diggs and Parsons firing off on all cylinders again. Uh, you need a linebacker that can that can scrape and patrol. You, I love Van Der Esch, but Van Der Esch is he's just injury prone, right? And I think the Go. speed that yeah. that dude has and in his ability to close on uh, people in in one on one open spaces and making open field tackles is tremendous. But he's got to be reliable. He's got to be the best ability is reliability, right? Or dependability. You got to be on the field. You got to be able to play. Um, yeah. And if you're not, you know, it's, you're just filling a roster spot. Um, again, tremendous talent, excellent linebacker, but you got to be able to play. You got to be able to stay on the field. It's it's one of those situations, I think, with with Micah Parsons. And again, Micah Parsons. I mean, he's great. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Is he over? But, like, you know, Zidic saying that he's overrated. What you think, Dallas Cowboy fans? Well, you know, you know the thing is with Parsons, it's he didn't show up in the playoff game either. By the way, but is the, he but overrated? This, I don't think he's overrated, but what he learn, needs to learn how to do is shut the fuck up. It's like, dude, stop! Don't. I mean, quit. I mean, that's a bad thing about it. I mean, it's like all these dudes with their own podcasts and all this shit. Leave that to us. We don't play. Let us do that. Let us. Hey, stir man, the athletes want to be heard too. Damn it. More than, just, more than just a football player. Well, the, the whole thing is what they need to do is – is and, and the bad thing is, Wags, it just causes conflict. I mean, him right now with, with Demarcus Lawrence, I mean, the comment the other day about, well, here's what the yeah, Packers did. It. Yeah, here's what the Packers did. They ran towards Micah. They stayed away from me. Come on, man. Have that conversation somewhere else. Demarcus Lawrence, we were fatigued. Don't say that on Super Bowl Row or wherever the hell that was. It, I, I don't know. 
Hey, Wags, talking about money. Let me calm down here for a minute. Talking okay. about money, okay. BetUS is the best online sportsbook and casino that you're going to find out there. Uh, games, lines, props, over, under. Um, if you had money uh, on UConn last night in college basketball, you probably lost a little bit because uh, how about Creighton? Creighton uh, sneaking up right there, uh, number 15, and knocking off number one. And like talking about that, it's NBA, NHL, all sports, NASCAR. They're heading to Atlanta. If you're watching on the YouTube feed right down below the bottom right there in the description, click that. It'll take you to the link. If you're on the free app and checking in on the Coda text line, you can go there as well. Explore our socials and you go right to BetUS. Once again, the best place to bet on sports is BetUS. Yes, it is. Hey, have you seen this, this piece? Uh, on ESPN about Antonio Pierce and Negative. what they have for Patrick Mahomes. They have what's called the Mahomes rules. Uh-oh. Have you seen this? No, no. Okay. Um, so you can find this on ESPN.com right now. Um, Antonio Pierce, full colon, radios ha- or radios. Raiders have Mahomes rules for playing the Chiefs. And everybody that knows you know, Mahomes rules in quotations, he is in an interview alluding to, you know, basically the Jordan rules and how Detroit Pistons uh, had, you know, always roughed up Michael Jordan whenever he touched the ball or whatnot. He is basically alluding to his Raiders, the defense of the Raiders being able to get into the head mentally for Patrick Mahomes. Um, I, what they, they touch him in what game did they play here? They got 10 touches on him or excuse me, 10 hits. After how many sacks? I just had the damn thing lit up, and of course it goes down. Um, sacked four times and hit him and hit got hit ten times. I can't see the damn thing I had highlighted. Anyway, I apologize for that. But anyway, so he's basically in, insinuating the or instituting the Jordan rules and applying Mm -hmm. them to Patrick Mahomes and telling his defense whenever he gets a chance to take a shot on Mahomes, take a shot. It's got to be a clean shot, of course, but, or, or, you know, maybe go up and throw a little bump on him or if the plays, you know, not too far over, you know, don't get a late hit, obviously, of course, and wreck your team, but make sure that Patrick Mahomes knows that you're there. Um, So I just thought that was a fascinating thing. Anybody that remembers, you know, the Detroit Pistons, you know, what they were able to do to Michael Jordan, they basically... They almost killed Jordan. It felt like from time to time, man. It, you know, seeing Jordan get catching elbows and catching, you know, flying knees and flying, you know, elbows off the top turnbuckle like the Macho Man Randy Savage jumping <laughs> off Bill Ambeer, jumping Ooh. off the basket, back flip off the back, uh, the backboard or whatnot, trying to land on Jordan. Yeah, it's all deadly, man. That's kind of what the the Raiders are trying to have implemented for Patrick Mahomes here with the Mahomes rules, Rod. I thought Mahomes. it was pretty. It's a good article. It's a fun article. I'll, and that's so, and again that, that's on ESPN ESPN.com. I'm trying to figure out and that is pretty awesome because you see you, you always have like like legendary you know you know what we call the goats and all these different things. There's always one Achilles heel that they seem to have. You, you know it's like one team, one franchise or whatever that seems to give them the most shit. And and you can chronicle this back. I mean, talking there with Jordan and, and everything that you're saying, you really can go back throughout the time of sports, and and, and there's always one. There's always one or two. I yeah. remember it, at times Montana struggle with the Giants. Right. And it's like, yeah. some, remember some, that some teams yeah. just got your name, or some teams just got you know got a good uh, got a good feel for you, man. Well, in the Christmas Day game, this is what I was trying to quote. In the Christmas Day game, the Raiders sacked Mahomes four times and hit him ten times. Mm-hmm. So yeah. 
Yeah. Again, trying just trying to get into your head any which way possible. And of course, with a with a talent like Mahomes, that's kind of what you got to do, right? You got to get him off his game mentally if that's the case. But some people respond to that um, in an adverse way for you, right? You go and and poke the bear a little bit. The bear's going to come ripping and roaring through your damn village. So yeah, yep. let's hope right. let's hope Mahomes isn't the bear. That's right. Hey, Coda Text Line, still have that uh, barbecue discussion going on. Uh, 737 number, 737-704. And remember, guys, if you were on the text line at the other place, um, drop your handle right there, and we'll get that in there. That way we can know how to refer to you. But uh, another call right here, Chisholm Trail Barbecue, such an underrated barbecue joint. And that's the Capello family now in charge. Uh, my man Michael and my, my lady Melissa Capello running that spot. So hey, there you still, go. still going right there. But yeah, that, that is the thing. There, there's always there's always one. There's always one where, where folks are going to struggle unless you're like, and this is kind of like going back to, to, let's look at Brett Favre. I mean, Brett Favre is another did Brady guy. Have, Brady had the Giants. Yeah, Brady struggled against the Giants. I was mm-hmm. going to say, did Brady have a team? Um, yeah, Brady struggled against the Giants, and then you then you have guys like where I'm talking about. I don't about know if Brady. it was the Giants. I think it was Spagnola. I think it was. I think. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, Spagnola is a fantastic. Better. People, you know, rave about Spagnola on defense, but Spagnola knows how to call a game on offense too. Absolutely. Like Spags is one of the only coaches that has a, a you know, a, a championship win with uh, as an offensive coordinator, a championship win as a defense coordinator. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Spags is one of the best IQs in the NFL. Yeah. And you know, as much as as much as we talk about, you know, you and I have both talked about now with Jordan Love being the the breakout season for him as a quarterback of the Packers, and with what the Packers have had over the last 30, 35 years. I mean, with 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 uh, Favre and, and with with good quarterback play, just succession, good quarterbacks. Yeah. When, when you've had that, I mean, between between those two legends, you have two Super Bowls, and it's like Rodgers and. Favre would make mistakes in the playoffs. And this is where I'm going back to where I'm so critical of Dak Prescott in the postseason. But at the same time, it's like, look at some of the other folks that have had those problems. I mean, that have, I mean, the two Green Bay quarterbacks, I mean, they they played the same way. Um, It always seemed like Aaron Rodgers was, was more clutch, but in the, in the pressure situations, the, the wins aren't there. The wins aren't there to show it. So yeah, I'm being a little hard on that. only has one Super Bowl. One Super Bowl, one, one Super Bowl. Could have had the second one with Minnesota. Remember right. the year he went to Minnesota and Atlanta like destroyed him in the NFC Championship. God, that was painful to watch. You remember that? Oh my God, it was like- Minnesota! That's painful to watch. Damn, you're fat. That guy's dude. painful. That guy's painful to watch. But you hit me with a Minnesota. I had to hit you back with it. So, guy, man, both of these guys are painful to watch. When when people talk about, they're having trouble remembering. I'm like, who the fuck doesn't? Yeah. I dude, I can't remember. Been hit, been hit way too. Joe Biden's played a lot of football. He's been hit. He's got a lot of CTE. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's Joe Biden. Joe Biden, when he used to be a cornerback back in the day, you know, he he was like uh, he was like Jack Tatum. You know, he was uh, hitting Jesus. people with the crown of the helmet, and I, I think that's why he can't remember. That's got to be what it is. I doubt that. It sounds like he, he probably took a licking like Merle Hodge most of the time, man. Merle, <laughs> I, I think every time I looked around, Merle Hodge had a concussion or whatnot. Merle, Merle, lay off my hoagie. Um, anyways, man, whether you're watching college sports or you know professional sports, the best way to do it is with audiovisual consultations, 512-255-8678. That's abconsultations.com. For 35 years, they've been setting the standard in audiovisual automation in the Austin, Central Texas area. Since 1988, you've been able to get your dream theater, your princess palace, your dude's den, whatever you want 
AV consultations can do it for you. If you want two screens like I have or four screens like BK has, make sure you call them up. 512-255-8678. That's avconsultations.com. You will see the gallery of projects that they have done over the past 35 years. And then you will actually get an idea of what you want in your house. I like to go with the golf simulator. I think that's going to be a fantastic event for somebody to put in your house. Invite me over. I'll come over and break it in with you. Hell, we can probably see if we can get a you know a, a baseball simulator too. It's all deadly. Pitchers and catchers are reporting all already. Spring baseball is upon us. You got the Longhorn baseball already wrapped up and and you know firing all all cylinders. We just hosted San Diego for the weekend. Make sure you call Audiovisual Consultations up 512-255-8678. That's avconsultations.com. Ooh, and what an ass whooping Texas baseball put on last night. Boy, that was uh, something to that, watch. Huh? Back to the code of text line. Here, here's a familiar name, Bevo Lance Jason checking in. Back to the uh, barbecue conversation as well. And I do, I, I like this. I'm, I'm totally on board with this. It's over. I will go, like, I will go on tour, especially like if, if, if we link up with the store the day before. Oh, yeah. And hell, let's do, we'll do a show from the damn, uh, from their lobby or from their restaurant or well, whatnot. No doubt. I, I've done I, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be super overly production or whatnot. It can be minimal viable product, right? You just go yep. out there with a phone. We get the link. <clears throat> Excuse me. I ate a June bug. He's man. already choking on sausage. Already, right? already getting that, already getting that brisket. Um, oh, ain't going to get that COVID for me. <laughs> it's not yeah. the best, but always consistent. The HEB stores that have the barbecue joint attached to it, it's pretty good shit. That stuff is not bad. That stuff is not bad. I, mean, I don't Better than Bucky. I've never, I've never had that. It, it's it's all right. Okay, it's all right. Yeah, and it, I believe and again, you. I'm, I'm not, a you know, I haven't been reluctant to do it. I just never, never yeah. took that. Yeah, no, it's not bad. Uh, speaking of audiovisual consultation, speaking of Bet US, of course, we've got to talk about our friends at Covert Bee Cave. And it appears on a chaos Wednesday that folks are a little out of control doing stuff here. So you folks uh, leave Hayden alone as we hear from our friends at Covert Bee Cave. Hi, I'm Dan Covert with my wife Hayden. Welcome to Cover BK. Our newest location in the gorgeous hill country includes Buick, GMC, Cadillac, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, and hundreds of pre-owned and certified vehicles for you to choose from. We have three service departments that are ready to take care of your car, truck, or SUV with 86 service bays to accommodate any repair and get you in and out quickly. Come visit us today to select the vehicle you've been dreaming about. Covert, born and raised in Austin. Covert BK of the Covert family since 1909, serving generations of Central Texans and beyond with their new and pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. <laughs> well, Wags and Chocolate, yeah, man, I can't get enough of the sausage. You bring your sausage over here, and I'll fucking stuck it down my gullet. How about that? <laughs> Cooter, bring it on over, Cooter. Just sign me up. Give you the gravy and everything. Swallow it all the way down. Make sure your sausage is good, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, we'll we'll definitely work on that. That that would be that that would be a cool kind of off season, I guess off season football thing to do to to kind of go kind of go hit those spots. Maybe we could find different spots, Wags. Maybe, maybe that maybe that'd be a cool thing to do. We can kind of do our central I Texas. Told you, it wasn't just Zidic. It wasn't just Zidic, Rodney. It's not just Zidic. Uh, well, you know, it's like, um, her man, her man's got a car dealership, and what do I have. I have a cute dog. Hey, you got Texas. You got a show on Texas Sports Unfiltered, man. That's true. Texas Sports Unfiltered. Great. That's right. That's right. Good stuff. Doing great. Hey, screw you, Ike. That's what I heard too. No, I'm kidding, man. Ike, you're my favorite. You know that. You're definitely <laughs> my favorite. Hey, some other off-season hypothetical talk, right? Um, I saw in the news that some of the pundits are 
entertaining the notion of one Devontae Adams linking up in the Big Apple again with one Aaron Rodgers for the New York Jets. If, if they were to make that happen, my goodness, you have Devontae Adams with Garrett Wilson and Aaron Rodgers, Brees Hall in your backfield, Conklin yeah. your tight end. That's that's do. I mean, you got to sure up that offensive line, Rodney, but that's doable. Well, that that's what I was going to say. I, I think it's all it's all hinging right there on can you can you keep the viejito up uh, upright back there? Viejito means older man. Can you keep him up there because you're going to knock that dude out? And then, hell, it don't matter who you have. You better have a good backup. And I think that's where we go back to the to the other question right there with the Jets is like who's going to be? And I think when you have when you have Aaron and and. And who knows, Wags? That dude may come back lights out and have an MVP season like he's had in the past. And you know, you know how he gets. I mean, the dude can drive you crazy. You can get pissed off and hate him, but God damn it, when he's when he's sitting there and he's motivated and he's wanting to prove a point, he seems to have a way to do that. So, and it, and that's not surprising. I mean, the fact with Devontae Adams, that that's one of those things. It's like when you get the the gang all back together. That's that's A Rod's dude right there. He wants to have him around, and it's probably going to make Aaron Rodgers better. So yeah, curious if that happens, um, could have something good happening there for the Jets. Do they have like what's the bag on that? What's the purse on Devontae Adams's contract? That's the thing that I want to know. Yeah, that that's that's what I would be curious to know too. But the thing is, the thing is with the Raiders, you know, depending on what they do with quarterback, because they're thrown into that conversation as well. The the other thing with the Raiders is, I mean, obviously you want to have as many weapons on the outside as you can, but they got a pretty good dude on the on the other side as well. So I think that's where you if you can go in there and try to bag something that's gonna help your production, um, maybe you make that deal happen. I mean, maybe you make that happen because I think that may be a situation as well, Wags, to where maybe Devontae Adams doesn't want to be in Las Vegas anymore. And, that's, and I think that's, that's a good point. That's a good point, too. But I mean, I feel like Antonio Pierce has things rocking and rolling uh, or or a lot better for the Raiders than McDaniel had, right? You guys want to speak about sausage. This is what I would do to your sausage cooter right here, my guy. You, t you just take it real quick, I and mean, basically, you can do anything with the sausage, right? You just need to warm it up a little bit, Cooter. I'll, is she going to warm it up? Is she going to fluff it? <laughs> she just, she does a lot better with a little bit of sausage in her. I don't know if you've seen that that scene before or not, but that's from uh, that's from Beer Fest right there. One of my favorite movies. One of my favorite movies. I don't know if you guys have ever seen it, but yeah, Broken Lizard's Beer Fest. So Cooter got me thinking about the sausage, where she sits there and warms up that fucking sausage, beats it together. <laughs> Stupid. Now I got, now I got this shit playing over here. I got to hold on. I'm sorry. I got to turn it off, or I'm gonna get. I was, I was laughing earlier, Wags. I don't know if you were, if you were watching the morning show this morning where Trey was talking about all the different tabs that he has open on his computer, and he pulls, he starts sharing the screen, and I mean, we all do. I mean, we've all got all these tabs open on the different screens that we're doing, but Trey's over here clicking on all the tabs that he has open, and I'm like, oh, I'm just waiting. I'm like. One of them. One of them. Pornhub. One of them. Be Pornhub. Xnx.com. It's like, wait a minute, there, dude. What are you doing? What are you doing? Don't show that. So I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I told you all this story or not. Um, I was going. I was helping having somebody help me from a veteran assistance program, right? And we were talking about trying to get my my rating, my veteran rating, my VA rating adjusted, and getting a higher increase. Well, they had to, they needed me to share my screen or whatnot so they could access and, you know, give me the, the website. I, they couldn't tell me the website for some reason. They had to type it in. 
Well, anyways, they go, they get access to my screen. They get in there and they click the screen. And of course, they see like... They, <laughs> just once, man. It's like... <laughs> Lisa Ann. <laughs> Sylvia Sage? What is she? Who is she? <laughs> if it would have been just one, it would have been, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It would have been okay. Brandy Love? Who is Brandy Love? Is she a volleyball player? She's tall. Jesus, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, we missed. Speaking of that, we missed. We Oh shit! Maybe we'll we'll try and get you Ashley of the week in a couple of minutes here. Yeah, tomorrow, yeah, man. <laughs> um, I was so Jesus, I was so embarrassed. And of course, there was a natural pause too, right? When, like, like I knew, I knew for sure that they saw it because yeah. they're like we were having a conversation, and all of a sudden it just stopped. And then yeah. we started talking. We started talking after like ten seconds. It was yeah. a it was a clear awkward pause after yeah. they saw like the. the because it was like three or four sites of Pornhub, man. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's bro. A, it's, a, it's of, healthy. It's healthy, damn it. Somebody says, let me borrow your computer for a minute. Hold, hold on. Clear browsing history. Yeah, I did I should have been smarter, Rodney. As soon as that happened, as soon as we got off the conversation, as soon as we got off the phone or the, the video conference link, cleared all of it. Cleared out all my history, man. Unreal. <laughs> oh. um, Code of Tuxedo. Very, very embarrassing. Very embarrassing. But I mean, hell, you know, it's prob probably, I probably gave them one hell of a story. You know what oh, I mean? They're all excited. Hell, they probably had to go pull it up on theirs. It was a female that was helping me, Rodney. Well, that, there's shit for them on there, too. Uh, does Lockhart have like eight blacks barbecue? There's actually two. You've got the Terry Blacks, you've got the original uh, back from way back when. But what you have with the blacks, they've kind of obviously there's one in Austin, uh, New Braunfels, uh, diff different spots. I think there's even one in San Marcos. I may be wrong, but the blacks, kind of one of the uh, original. You had the, the blacks family and the Schmitz and all that. It's uh, when we go on the tour, I'll explain all that shit or we'll let them explain it. But, um, Good stuff right there. Yeah. Yeah. Watch watch that browser. Watch those open tabs, man. Those open tabs can be a little ooh shit. How'd that get there? Must be a must be a pop-up ad. <laughs> man, yeah. No, it's not I mean I I do it for curiosity. I, I do it for I I check it out for research purposes, obviously, guys. Of it's course. it's just for research. My God, yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah. It's... My God. What what what's some other uh, sports stories we got going around this uh this fine day on this Wednesday, Rodney? What you got? Hey, I wanted to ask you, so uh what'd you think last night? Uh, I was kind of checking in a little bit last did you night. See Creighton? Uh, did you see Creighton in uh Yukon last night? Yeah. Yeah. And did you did you see Dan uh did you see uh Yukon coach Dan Hurley after the game? He's he's walking he's walking to the locker room and like the a Creighton fan heckles him. A kid, a Creighton student heckles him. Bob Bob Hurley? Uh no, no Dan me, Hurley. you're right. It's Dan it's Dan, Dan Hurley. Dan Hurley. You see Dan Hurley's mouth, he tells that he tells that kid, he tells a student, I will knock you out. Oh, I thought he said I thought he said something. I thought he said fuck off. No, no. Yeah, you know, it, it was, I, I was just thinking, I was actually, maybe I mentioned it yesterday that it's it's like, okay, it seems like UConn, uh, but again, it's one loss. I mean, it's just a loss. I mean, yeah. um, pretty good Big 12 you basketball. Squad, yeah, I have UConn going to the final four. I don't, yeah, I don't oh, even yeah. know what their damn, I don't even know what is, who are going to be in their bracket or whatnot or in their route, but I got UConn going to the final four. 
Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Um, how about BYU? BYU last night, just kind of looking at what had been going on with the with the Big Twelve. I kind of thought BYU, and I and I know we talked about projections yesterday. BYU, one of the nine teams that we talked about being in the big dance, but I kind of thought BYU was going in the wrong direction. But hell, they won a pretty big ro- a pretty big home game last night, knocking off Baylor. So there you go. The Big Twelve just keeps yeah, on. We talked about it yesterday, right? Anybody in the Big Twelve can take down. Well, unless you're well, no, we say that, but West Virginia took us down too. So. Um, yeah. yeah, anybody, anybody in the Big Twelve can get got. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's a it's a conference of it's a conference of stalwarts that that fall from time to time from some of the the tough cogs in the middle of the damn conference. So yeah, it, it's yeah. it is the best conference in college basketball, bar none. And Tech knocks off TCU right there. Very very impressive right there for Tech. I mean, they should have. It was a home game. Of course, Texas gets set to go to Lubbock very very soon right there, but. You know, TCU, um, Texas obviously with the win over them, but that's a pretty good fast break team right there. So uh, for Tech to to take care of that, again, just taking care of business right there. I think the BYU one over Baylor um, is the bigger one in the Big 12 last night because what that really does, I mean, I think BYU was going to get in anyway, but I think it was yeah. more with BYU, what direction are they going? And that helps. That helps. Well, Rodney, I have a athlete of the week here pulled up, but I forgot where I put her. Um, Watch your tabs. I'm, I, I, that's the one thing I'm doing. I'm checking my tabs first. <laughs> uh, I don't know where I put her at, Rodney, so I'm going to have to give it to you next time. But remember, I sent it to you. I sent you the picture last week. I was like, hey, here's the oh, um, yeah. It's yeah. a volleyball player. It's a volleyball player. Yeah, yeah just yeah, can't. That's right. Can't find that's it. Right. But so we're gonna have to put that on pause and bring you athlete of the week next week. Thankfully, it's not sponsored this week. Um, but hopefully, when it does get sponsored, we'll be able to make sure well, that always. we get to every damn week. But anyway, somebody gets yeah, sponsored. We got a little bit of a teaser. She's she's a volleyball player. Shocker. Shocker. Volleyball. Volleyball. Wags, what do you think? Uh, the unanimous vote last night, uh, as it'll go to the uh, what? What five? The the new college football uh, playoff. All set. Four highest ranked conference teams will have a bye in that uh, whole setup right there. So that that is all said and done. Uh, I guess Notre. Is there a chance that Notre Dame can't ever? Because hell, they're not. They're not. They're not going to be a conference champion. They're independent. Kind of sucks for them. But uh, well, I, I think I think we'll see Notre Dame you know, find a home in a conference here shortly. It, it felt like they were starting to make their way into the ACC a little bit, uh, you know, a couple of years ago. I, I With this whole rendition of the rules or whatnot, I think we'll find, you know, all independents trying to find a home in, in a conference somewhere, Rodney. Yeah, yeah. The the five plus seven model is what's at what that's being called. And again, a unanimous vote right there. You you figured that that was going to be the case right there. But it's it's just nice that now okay now we're finally going to start to figure out what the path is going to be. And I don't know the nuts and bolts about it, but I don't think there's limitations right there as to conference. Um, you know, amounts of conference teams that can get in there, specifically the SEC. Um, so I think it's going to be it's going to be pretty wide open. It's I think a hell you're going to have to put. I think you're going to have to put some restrictions in place, or else it's just going to be the SEC, right? Or, or you know, you might have a few teams of the Big Twelve or the Big Ten. Yeah, yeah. I say, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm saying that tongue in cheek. You know, no, clearly no, the SEC the SEC is the best conference in in college football. Yeah, yeah. So especially now the tech, especially now the Texas is coming there, guys. 
Come on. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It just became a hell of a lot better. And like we talk about, what the better time? The air on here in my house, Rodney. All of a sudden, I'm freezing. My nipples are hard. I can cut linoleum. I got to find a damn hoodie real quick, man. And what's with the weather? Yeah, go ahead if you need to. What's with the weather? Are you going to talk about some old man weather? <laughs> 82 degrees, it's supposed to be on Saturday. I had I had some friends that were asking me. They're like, hey, can you come? Can can you come announce an enduro race in Waco, a car race? And I'm like, every what? year that we, an, an enduro race. It's, an endurance it, race? Yeah. First car to 250 laps wins. And it's like any car allowed on a dirt track. And they just go. Oh. They just go. Whoever gets to 250 first. No restrictions first, on the cars? You can no put restrictions. Anything? No restrictions. Um, they you know don't what throw, I want to do? I want to do the, one of those modern day cannonball runs. You know what I mean? To where, like, you have to really have a certain amount of you only have a certain amount of money to get your vehicle, right? To to buy your vehicle and to get your vehicle to like Vegas or wherever the you know the finish line is. Yeah. Um. But I I I saw an article on this. I can't remember where it was, but yeah, apparently, like, this is a thing. Um. You get you and maybe a you know a crewman together, like a somebody that's going to ride with you or whatnot. But you have a certain amount of money to and you can't go like that's the thing like you have to have under the money um or under the the limit of purse that you have to spend on this thing um your expenditures um you have to come in under that number or else you disqualify and yeah. you know you you bought too good of equipment see i guess it's kind of like um what what the hell was that show on uh on netflix or whatnot um High gear. I guess it's kind of like high gear where they try and take a car and get it from one destination to the next des- destination with, yep. you know, very limited resources as possible or as, or as limited resources as possible. But I just, I thought it would be one hell of a, one hell of a, a story to, to roll out there, especially with you and I trying to find some, you know, clunker or whatnot getting from here to Vegas. So they have, they have this, this other cool race. It's called, you know, you, you have the 24 hours of Le Mans, right? You, you know, that that's one right. of the biggest races. Of, it's a race called the 24 hours of lemons, L-E-M-O-N-S, lemons, like lemon, like a piece like of Like lemon shit. cars? A lemon, like lemon car. car. <laughs> a lemon car. And what you do, they they do these on, on big tracks. They do them on short tracks. You get a four-man team. You can't do shit to these cars. They are pieces of shit. They are pieces of shit. How you buy them is how they enter, huh? You you could all you can do is safety only safety and mo- mostly to yourself, and you race all night, and whoever in twenty four hours whoever turns the most laps wins twenty four hours of lemons. But that you have you got four people. You got four people to split laps up with four four people, and and there's no restriction. I mean, you you you're gonna drive for two. I'm gonna drive for three. BK is gonna drive for four. I mean, whatever it is, man. That's what we yeah, need. That's, 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 that's four people doing six hours of driving. A TSU car in the 24 hours of lemons. Woohoo! How about that shit? I would do it, especially for view. Like, I wonder how many people would actually watch that shit. Because, you know, Barstool just did a, a streaming session uh, to make 41 free throws in a row. And people actually watched that shit. Like, people turned into that. I wonder how many people would view us doing a, a lemon you know a lemon race or whatever it's called i mean it'd be great i mean it would be great publicity um (laughs) it would get it would get a lot of people pretty fired up on on doing something like that uh i've got some some friends i've got some friends that actually do it uh they're here in the austin area and they they do it 
they've done it a bunch of times. I don't know if they're still doing it, but and they've been pretty successful with it, man. They have been pretty successful, and it pays rather well, rather well. Are you can you can you win money from the event? No, oh, hell yeah, yeah. Well, how much? Um, I think these guys have won 10k in the past. Holy shit! Sign us up. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 10k between four. Yeah, pretty cool stuff. Dude, that, that that's 2500, man. Let's rock it. Let's go. Four hours dude. We can we can find a clunker. Uh, code of text line again. Well, code of text line on fire today. Uh, our man Tom McKay, audiovisual consultations. It's called Fool's Roll. It is an organized. It it is organized and run by a realtor here in town. His name is Cord Shiflet, and it's uh, for it charity. Uh, Fool's Roll. Fool's Roll. Roll. Fool's Roll. Have to check that out there. Have to check it out. What do we got here? That would be fun. Double R and JJ McClure and Wags can be Captain Chaos. Oh yeah, that's from that's from Ken. Yeah. So I get to be oh, I get to be Burt Reynolds. You're Dom DeLuise, dude. Fuck you. I'm not Dom <laughs> DeLuise. Hey, I'm well, I'm, well. I'm Burt Reynolds. You know what? I'll be Sally Field. How about that? <laughs> Who are the girls in that? Uh I remember. Oh one no, it's was, not. It's it's the one um Daisy Duke. It's, was the, in. it's the girl from the swamp. Uh, Swamp Shirley McLean was in one. Shirley McLean. No, no, no. Um, damn it. Uh, uh God, she, she had Susan she had Anton was in one of them. You had Susan two? Anton. Susan Anton was in, I think, Cannonball Two. It was Susan she, Anton she and Daisy Duke. She had huge tits. Mary uh, Lou Henner. Mary Lou Henner. Is that is that who it was? Redhead, kind of redheadish, brownish. No, this one, this one was a brunette. Um, and she was in the Swamp Thing. Let's see. That's what I, re I remember her from being in the swamp thing. Um, yeah. She was also, uh, she might have been Taxi. in. The girl huh? from Taxi, right? Was she in Taxi? So. Yeah, that's Mary Lou Henner. That's Mary Lou Henner. Yeah. Mary Lou Henner. And then I think Shirley MacLaine was the other one in the original one. No. They, remember they, because they were all in character. And those two girls were, were nuns. I remember. Cannonball they, Run Girls. Cannonball Run Girls. Yeah. I think it was Shirley MacLaine and Mary Lou Henner. Because I remember they stopped and got beer. And I'm like, that's nuns with beer. And I'm a kid and I'm thinking, what? wait a minute. Oh, it's, no, an it's Adrian, no, Adrian Barbo. Oh, Adrian Barbo. Adrian Barbo and Tara. And Tara Buckman. Adrian huh. Barbo and Tara Buckman are the ladies from Cannonball Run. Forrest Gump's mom was in, was hot in Cannonball Run. Fair Fawcett. Yeah, Fair Fawcett was in there too. Catherine Box, Susan Anton, they were in the second one. I, I do remember that one because that's where they walked up and they were like pulling their things down here trying to, yeah. That's that, them right there. Wow. Look at that. That's old school, that's man. That's the one that I remember. And I like that, that, that's I like one that one outfit. That's I like that outfit. Thing. I like that outfit better than what uh, Pendeja, or not Pendeja, Zendeja had on. Uh, Zendeja, yeah, yeah the, ele the electric robot. So she's the lady that I remember from the Swamp Thing or whatnot. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Anyways, yeah. that's that. That's that. On this, on this hump day, <laughs> on, on this wonderful hump day. We didn't get you an athlete of the week, but oh, we will get two. it to you next week. That's for be sure. those two. Yeah. Movie star of the week. Movie stars of the week of the old days. What's Jeff up, Howell. Jeff? How you doing, my guy? Uh, just checking out some, seeing if I can find some updated mock drafts. It's fun to follow draft season when the school you cover actually has draftable prospects. Yeah. It's many. Fun, isn't it? Yeah. I'm digging hey, Jeff. It, 
Jeff, I wanted to ask you, did you see, uh, let me make sure, did you see that Alex Okafor has decided to run for Pflugerville ISD School Board? Has he really? Yeah. Well, good yeah. for him, man. Yeah, I'll vote. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't, I can't give that vote, but I mean, I think everybody that's in that district should, should vote for him. That's for sure. He's out of my district or else I'd vote for him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, you know, the fact that he wants to go back and, and make a difference and, you know, he's a Pflugerville High alum. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, good for him, man. Yeah, invest yeah, in your community, man. That, honestly, that's what we we a lot of us should do. A lot more of that is invest in our community, dude. No, invest man, I, that, that's one. Community. That's one thing my dad my dad taught me uh, many many years ago was, hey, everybody gets invested in you know we're, it's an election year, so we got presidential election, we got you know U.S. you know House of Representatives, Senate, whatever. Uh, but he said, you know, your local elections yeah. are the ones yep. that determine how you live yeah. day to day. Right. You know, we're voting for. You know, the people that are overseeing your water, the people that are overseeing your police force, the people that are overseeing your first responders. Uh, that's the important stuff. That's you're, yep. you're right, Wags. We don't. Uh, I, I don't. And I don't think it's uh, it, it's purpose. I just think it's kind of out of sight, out of mind. For Right. Life. That's exactly what it is. It's, it's not enough attention, not enough, uh, you know, headlines on it. It's not the national pundits that are that are wielding, you know, all the political bullshit. Um, the one the stuff that you do need to pay attention to the most is what Jeff is talking about. You know, local politics, because California doesn't have an effect on us right now. All right. right. It just doesn't take you care. Know of I think part of the deal is, though, Wags. Uh, I wonder, I'm sure somebody will do a study on it at some point as, forget streaming, as cable and satellite got more prevalent, and especially now in the cord cutting era, people becoming more detached from local news where yeah. you hear about that stuff, the decline of newspapers, you don't have, you almost have to you go out and search for local right. news, whereas yeah. it used to just be boom right, right. in front of you. It was, it was 9 11, Jeff. That's what happened. 9 11 turned into the 24 hour, uh, 24 cycle of, uh, or excuse me, 24 hour news cycle, and yeah. you couldn't get enough of it. Now you don't even get the real news. You just get, you know, talking points and, and political bullshit, bipartisan bullshit uh, from both sides, CNN and, and Fox. So, uh, again, if yeah. you want to tune into the news, don't watch it. On Fox, no. and don't watch it on CNN. That, that's why uh, I'll, I'll shout out as a Paramount employee. I'll shout out our company. That's why I love CBS Sports HQ because when I turn on Sports Center, you're not giving me scores. Like I just want to know who won the ball game last night. That's all I want right, to yeah. know. Maybe give, maybe give me some standings. That's, that's the whole it. thing. Yeah. Yep. No doubt. All right, boys. No what doubt. we got on the docket today? Same, same stuff as always. I got something I want to pick Jordan's brain on though. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna put Jordan. Uh, all right, guys. Well, happy hump day, man. We'll look forward to hearing from you. And uh, you guys tune in to the rest of the shows on Texas Sports Unfiltered. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a Take good care. day, man. Thanks, boys. Let's see you.